The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You are like whitewashed tombs, which appear beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of dead man's bones and every kind of filth. Even so, on the outside you appear righteous, but inside you are filled with hypocrisy and evildoing. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You build the tombs of the prophets and adorn the memorials of the righteous. And you say, if we had lived in the days of our ancestors, we would not have joined them in shedding the prophets' blood. Thus you bear witness against yourselves that you are the children of those who murdered the prophets. Now fill up what your ancestors measured out. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So we have this continuation from Matthew's Gospel. If you've attended daily Mass at all in the last few days, you've heard Jesus addressing this very difficult crowd, the scribes and the Pharisees, and he even calls them hypocrites. It's pretty harsh when you think about it, coming from the mouth of Jesus. But I think it's because they angered him so much and he was saying it out of love as he always did things out of love. This is not God's preferred way of speaking or acting. But when we are so hard of heart, sometimes God then has to, in a sense, wake us up. But that is not his preferred way of dealing with us, that's for sure. So what do we take away from this? How does God want to interact with us? How does he want to engage us? How does he want to encounter us? You're here for your encounter with Christ. So how is it that Jesus Christ wants to encounter you? Well, as Jesus said elsewhere in the gospel, the Father seeks followers who worship him in spirit and in truth. In spirit and in truth. So, you know, as Jesus alludes to here today, the Pharisees and scribes were so concerned with outward appearances and sometimes we can fall into that trap. Let's face it, we are all subject to that same kind of mentality. There's often a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves and that other people put on us to quote unquote show up and to look the part, right? Even for priests, it's very easy to just show up and look the part and play the part and do what you're supposed to do but that doesn't fool God, right? God sees through all of the facade, all of the walls, all of the masks. God sees through it all. He knows what we're really thinking. He knows what we're really feeling. I think sometimes we're afraid of that. Oh, I shouldn't think that, or I shouldn't feel that. 
well, the fact is you are, so let's deal with that. That's where God wants to encounter you. Right there. In that place where you're insecure, where you're embarrassed, where you're ashamed, where you're scared. That's where God wants to encounter you. If we just try to pretend that everything's okay, we're never going to be transformed from the inside out. Because God knows that everything is not okay. He sees us. And he knows us very intimately. As St. Augustine would say, Lord, you are closer to me than I am to myself. Because we can all become detached, in a sense, from ourselves. The psychological term is disassociation. You can become dissociated from yourself. From your own experience, from your own thoughts and feelings and experiences. And that is not the kind of relationship that God wants with us. So do not be afraid. How often did Jesus say that? Do not be afraid. Not just of external circumstances, but your own interior life. Your own interior life. If things are crazy in our world, and they are, right? If they're crazy on the outside, it's because people are just crazy on the inside. There's so much unrest in our hearts. And then that just gets projected on everybody else. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah. And so it's easy for us to get caught up and all of that unrest. But you really need to stop and, and ask yourself, and ask God, even more importantly, ask God, what are you really wanting for me? What do I need? What do you want for me today? What gifts do you have for me? What love do you want to pour into my heart today? And then where are you calling me to share that love? How are you calling me to share that love? But if I just allow myself to get caught up in the current of current events, I am going to be a part of the problem in a sense. Even if, I, if I'm on the right side or if I'm on God's side, well... You know, one of the devil's tricks, as St. Ignatius learned, is to get us doing things that are good, but aren't the good things that God has called us to do. He would say that the devil appears as an angel of light. These are the second week discernment rules. Because you've already advanced through the first week. You have all made a decision to follow Jesus already. The devil knows that. But now he wants to get you distracted as much as he can and all worked up as much as he can about a whole bunch of things that you can't control. Now, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't pray for those things, of course, right? 
what's going on in, in Afghanistan or even what's going on locally in our state. Right? You need to discern that, though. You need to take that to prayer. Because as we all know, charity starts at home. Right? Charity starts at home. And it's so easy to get so distracted with so many things that we fail to take care of our own interior life and our own relationship with God. Ask yourself that question. Do I spend more time in the scriptures or more time, you know, on the news channel or on my phone? If you're spending more time on your phone and on the TV and in all of that news than you are in the scriptures and before the blessed sacrament, I don't know. You might want to think about that and pray about that. <laughs> and really, what's more effective? What's more effective? Ask yourself that question. As I heard recently, it's a, obviously it's a twist on, on the common phrase, right? But listen to this. Don't just do something. Stand still. <laughs> Don't just do something. Stand still. There's a lot of wisdom in that. But we are so prone to activity, frivolous activity that just fills up the day, fills up the time and the space. Because sometimes we're scared of our own interior. Well, let the Lord speak to you today. Be not afraid. Be not afraid. I want to encounter you there want to encounter you there in that place that you're not real happy with or proud of or that you're worried about. I want to find you there and I want to give you my peace. I want to give you my peace. I want to give you hope. I want to give you love right there. I want my love to flow into your heart and from your heart to the people around you to that which you really can control, right? We can't necessarily control what's going on around us, but we can control how we respond. Instead of just reacting, there's a difference between just reacting and responding intentionally. Ask the Lord how he is calling you to respond. And it might be very different from what your neighbor does or your sister does, that's okay. That's okay. I can assure you the saints were all people who acted outside the box for the most part. Even those who were within the walls of a monastery or a convent. The way they encountered God was usually outside the box when you compared it to their, to their brothers and sisters. And so we can't just go with the flow and be a saint. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. But it's an individual kind of encounter with God. And then he goes to work by the power of the Holy Spirit. He transforms you from the inside out. And then guess what you're going to project? 
a whole lot of light and peace and joy and wisdom and truth, that is going to make a difference. And that, believe it or not, will actually attract people to Jesus. That will attract people to Jesus. Not because of the words you preached necessarily, but just because of the way you said something and the way you were able to communicate a word of comfort or consolation or truth that may have been hard to communicate, but you did it with love. So let's ask Holy Spirit to come today to fill our hearts, to renew our minds, to strengthen our wills, and to increase in us that awareness of his presence and his love flowing through all the members of his mystical body so that we can be filled with the fullness of God and overflow with his love and share it with this world that is so desperately in need of his grace. Amen.